Hey, what's going on, motivators? Dr. Drill with that Making Motivation podcast, motherfuckers. Check it out. Today is the 16th of September 2021. It's been a pretty good day. You know, I was a little chipper this morning. Coming down, huh? I think I did one podcast already today. So, uh, it was a good day. You know? I had a really nice... Sam needs, to be, message from Sam needs to be picked up at 5.30. I understand that. Okay. So, uh, fucking A, my friends. Pretty good day. Had class this morning. Kicked ass. Delivered a lecture on tissues. I am certain that my students feel like they are getting freaking bombarded with content, like they're getting pummeled with large volumes of information, which they are. Well, that's the reality of this, you know, substantial amounts of information to, to learn, to understand. I made it um, tangible today when I told a story about that patient who brought in the uh, little show-and-tell in his arthroplasties of compression fractures, which I had mentioned. Now, I should say that I I treat a patient that had a compression fracture. I don't know if I mentioned that recently, but you might recall me talking about somebody who's an older gentleman in his 80s, fell uh, first day on vacation down a beach, and did sustain a compression fracture. So it's lower mid-back. Thoracolumbar junction, T12L1. Just the way that it's at the kind of a bend in the curve of the spine makes this a plausible area to sustain a compression fracture. Very common area. The thoracolumbar junction. So anyway, I mentioned that, told that story to my students. And then I told them about um, you know, how it's important to know your stuff. Because at some point in, in the future, maybe they wind up taking care of somebody that I care about, that I love. Or somebody that they love. You know, somebody that they know and, and love. That they'll, they'll have to use this anatomical knowledge to um, solve a problem to save people's lives, so make it applicable, but yeah, sure, it's a shitload of information, sorry, not sorry, read your ass off, study my lectures, watch, listen to my, and listen to my voice threads, access supplemental, supplementary content, you know, I'm not, nobody's complaining yet, I'm just saying, I can feel that they're like, oh my god, this is so much information, you're talking so fast, guy's crazy, and it's true, but I will let them know, I will provide a shit hot review 
very thorough review of this information so that they know exactly what I would like them to know and what's likely to be testable. Anyway, it was a good, it was a good uh, day in class. Did my best. Scurried over the office and was pretty busy this afternoon. Actually, all day. So, I actually, I'll probably get some adders on, as I always do, but there's some afternoon appointments on Friday. Available if anybody wants to get in. They'll fill themselves. End of another busy, rather long week. Doing good, fighting a good fight, man. Speaking of fighting a good fight, I just did some freaking punish myself at Planet Fitness, man. Got out of work taking care of uh, a neighbor. Did my best for her, and then I went right over to Planet Fitness. Did some kettlebell shit. Did some friggin' machines. Did some TRX. Whole shitload of stuff. I'm fucking pumped right now, I'll tell you that. So, uh, pumped physically and pumped mentally. You know, after you work out, you get that kind of, I do anyway. I feel like I've focused so much. It's almost like, you know, it's like Schwarzenegger said, it's almost like Asper Sec, post-coital. You know, you have all this kind of frenzy of activity, all this work, all this effort, and then this release. Exercise is like that. That's one of the reasons why it's important for us to do it. Um, Because, think about this. We're stressed the fuck out, all of us, right now. Very difficult time in, in human history right now, in America, and the world across. We're getting through it. But all the tension that we accumulate in our in our bodies, in our muscles, in our mind, we have this this frenzy of of energy, this frenetic en- energy. It's chaotic, and we let it. We need to let it go. Well, it's easier said than done. One way that we can let it go, we can be sure to let it go, though, is if we squeeze it ourselves. Muscles, you're tight. I'm going to make you fucking tighter. I'm going to squeeze you, I'm going to work you, I'm going to go after you, I'm going to fight you, in a way. I'm going to do battle when I work out, fighting the weights, I'm fighting the work, I'm fighting the machines, in a very measured, in a very safe, in a very peaceful way. But I, I get in there, I work so hard, I focus so much, that... You squeeze the muscle, contract it, and then you relax it. You put as much of an effort against that muscle as you can, doing a bench press, doing a curl, doing a squat. You do it safely, and there's machines if you can't do free weights. You work fucking hard, you do a bunch of reps. You get a good sweat on, you get your heart racing. You know, you're working hard, you're focusing. When I go in there, to the gym, to any workout, it's just the way that I've been, I've been for a long time, Um, even before my days in the Marine Corps, I understood, like I, 
I loved that intensity, that focus of working out, of getting a freaking awesome workout, and then just like, oh, the, the, how you feel relaxed, you're sweaty. When you walk home, when you're into the house at the end of that day, your parents are like, oh my God, what happened to you? You know, like, oh, you come back from the gym. And you know that it's going to pay off because you feel like you've done something. You've accomplished something physically. You've accomplished something mentally. And it's helpful for you. It's good for your body. It's good for your mind. You squeeze and release. Right? Does that make sense or not? I'm going to squeeze. Okay, muscles, you want to squeeze? Head, you want to ache? Back, you want to go into muscle spasm? I'll tell you what, I will fucking work you. I'll work you safely. I'll work you hard. So that when I'm done, all you want to do is relax. That should make sense. It's the same thing with anything. You want to pass my test? Study your fucking ass off. You study so stinking hard that this first exam that you take is going to be a piece of cake. And if you don't do well on it, you come to me and say, Hey, Dr. O, what's going on? I don't, you know, I didn't score so well on this test, but I want to, t- I want to come to you right now. I'll do an oral test. Ask me anything. I know my anatomy. Don't take no for an answer. Man, I love that sort of shit. I love that shit. That's motivation, my friends. That's motivation. Squeeze and release for life. I'll tell you, for the last couple years, I guess it's been two years, you know, I've worked out, I've done hikes, I've done some shit, but I haven't been in the gym like this. I mean, I haven't been in the gym three to four or five times a week hitting different machines and, and really exerting like this for me. I haven't done that in a long time. Too long. And before that, I was, you know, working out for with everybody else. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It made me famous in a way, in my own little sphere. Never looking for fame. I was looking to, honestly, to help people and just get my own workout in and inspire people and just me motivated to, to squeeze and release. That's what I was doing for me. And a bunch of other people wanted to go along for the ride. It was like the greatest thing in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. I couldn't fucking believe it. It was awesome. All right, hold on one second. <laughs> okay. All right, let's see. I got a little bit of time. I'm going to go get my boy. You know what I'd like to do this weekend is go to the public library. God, I haven't been to the fucking library in a long time. Ever since this bullshit started, and probably even before. Love the library. You know? Get a bunch of books, some thick ass books, you flip through subjects I'm not even incredibly interested in. I mean, what do I mean by that? There was a book on, like, incredible engineering feats. Bridge building or um, canal building or construction of the Lake Mead or whatever the fuck, you know, the whatever that um, dam, the Hoover Dam, shit like that. I love, I've always been interested in stuff like that. 
a while ago, I read this book. I pulled it out of the public library, and, and it, it told stories about this place called the Salton Sea. This is a place that they actually, it's a depressed area in Arizona. Well, maybe part of the inspiration for that song, Oceanfront Property in Arizona. From my front porch you can see the sea. I got oceanfront property in Arizona. If you buy that, I'll throw the Golden Gate in free. So, whoever sung that song, oceanfront property in Arizona. It's a desert, Arizona. It's inland. But there is a depressed area somewhere in, it's actually called the town, Sultan, Sultan Sea, it's an area, and it's below sea level. So this guy took the, or at least at least it's a, it's a depressed area, I don't know if it's below sea level, but for, it's lower than, significantly lower than the grade of all the land that's around it. So this guy routed a part of the Colorado River to it, filled it up, and then he couldn't, he couldn't reroute it back. He eventually did, but he, he single-handedly, well, he headed this engineering enterprise that rerouted the Colorado River, caused all kinds of problems, a fucking nutty experiment, but they filled this area called the Salton Sea with water, and then his plan was to develop all around it, so he was going to make a ton of money, and then... You know, something happened and they, he was told he had to put the Colorado River back and he did so after, after many years of, of trying to reroute it put it back in place he succeeded in doing so those cars are such pieces of shit man I don't get that I never got that those little zippy cars that make those, they're really low to the ground, they make those noises. I guess they're cool, I guess they're neat looking. They're loud and stupid looking, I don't, I don't see what the lore is. Are they that fast, or are they just loud? Anyway, um, that's gonna suck. I'm trying to turn left here, um, I'll get it. So, shit like that. I would buy a book about major engineering feats or people who who invented things, incredible inventions. It gives you perspective. It's like, you know, space missions and shit like that. Big construction missions. A book on Nikola Tesla or, you know, uh, Thomas Edison. Shit like that. People who change the world. Change the course of the world. Even dictators and stupid shit like that. It's incredible to think of the implications of all that. So I'll get a big armful of books. I'll check them out, and I'll go you know, flip through them before I leave, see the ones that I really want to take home, and then I'll fucking bring them all home, put them on my little nightstand, and I'll flip through them again, and I'll, I'll learn some shit, and then I'll return them two weeks later or sooner to get more books. I was going to say, you go in there and you hang out, just sit at a, find a nice table and pull a bunch of shit, but sometimes you get a bunch of fucking strange individuals in the library. Yeah, you might make a friend, who knows.
Nothing quite like a good read. All right, let's let's shift gears here. I'll make this brief because I don't want to be rambling or make take this. We already done some motivational speaking here. Um, a good friend of mine was saying he's can't keep himself out of political conversations and he and or deliberations at least. Holy shit! Look at the size of those fucking trees. When I get my brand new saw, fucking brand new again, and it actually works, I'll cut that shit right up. Um, make something beautiful out of it. So, this guy's always talking about politics. So he says, China, see, I told you China's going to take over the world. China's got it. They're going to take the initiative from us. They're going to take the momentum, and the world is China's. And uh, let me just read my response. It's easier than me just fucking rambling about shit. Let's see. So, I said to him, hang on, all right, he says, uh, Biden, I've really studied it, I hate this, okay, he says, had to show you this, you know I've been saying we'll be checkmated by China. So I really studied it. Our country has no feel or affinity for the
we consume little shiny products and pieces of plastic, you know, spray painted, bright colors. We like shiny things. We like gadgets. We are the consumer. We are the main consumer of so many goods and services. And so these other countries whose populations are growing and whose manufacturing is manufacturing is taking place, they're making these things. Why the hell would they want to cause us any why would they want to rock the boat? China may have, you know, billions of people and credible wealth and technology and power and military might and it might be a superpower and they might supersede us in whatever, whatever indexes, indices we want to uh, we want to measure. But why would they? Why would they rock that boat? Russia, why would they? Um, they might have a little bit more incentive. Now, both of these places are going to hit us with asymmetrical warfare. They're going to hit, they're going to hack us. They're going to, you know, propagandize us. They're going to villainize us. They're going to ridicule us. They're going to hate on us. They're going to hate us. Because we think our shit don't stink. And that's true. Most Americans don't think they need the rest of the world. They don't think, they don't understand other cultures. They don't want to. They just want their stuff. They want to keep what they have. And we want our little utopia, which is really becoming a dystopia. We're a utopian society gone, a faux utopia gone dystopia. We are the things that sci-fi writers make novels, various books about. We really are. We've become a caricature. I'm sorry. I, I, I want to stop. I want to be, a, you know, be a solution in my own life to these things. I want to think that uh, that we're better. Then we that you know that we can do better, that we can save the day, and I still hold out hope for that, of course. But I'm also you know observing this from pretty you know. Who the fuck is that? Hold on a second. Hello. I just got it. Yeah, I just got out of the gym. I'm I'm pulling into the school now. You're welcome. All right, love you. So, um, anyway, makes me think, I was going to say, so, not that I, I know everything, but I know my point of view is that, is that we are this utopia. We've been told our entire lives that our forefathers and mothers did all these wonderful things and they did it all for us. And let's say they did, let's say they were completely accurate and they, that all that shit is true and that we... Uh, have been given and have been earned over the last, you know, hundred years, several hundred years, all the freedoms and all the, you know, the, the right to gloat and the right to um, enjoy this wonderful country that America has, that our forefathers and mothers have built. Well, that's a wonderful notion. I would love to believe that. But, you know, history makes the heart grow fonder. Distance makes the heart grow fonder, so history does too. And I think that we 
are have always been flawed. I think not that it's a it's not a uniquely human or uh, American thing. We're just humans. We fuck up. We make errors. You know. And it's important to acknowledge them. And so anyway, I worry about. I certainly do worry about where our future is, and but I, I'm not so. You know, what's, what kind of world is going to be left for my grand, for my kids and grandkids? But I don't worry so much about China taking over. Like they're going to, all of a sudden, we're going to be speaking Chinese. Those days are gone. Before that ever happened, America would frickin' drop a nuclear bomb and end the world before we ever had any major occupying force come in here and change our um, our world. We wouldn't accept it. And so, you know, I'm fairly convinced that this is what we got. We got to make the absolute best of it. But with, despite all the ter- terrible dystopian situation and the rhetoric and evil that exists in the hearts and minds of men the world over, I don't see our country changing um, in that kind of way. Like the Russians landed like fucking Red Dawn. They're, they're you know, storming the beaches and dropping by parachute. I don't see that ever happening. I'm sure my friend didn't necessarily mean that, but it's true. We're not going to be, um, you're not going to see anything like that ever. And we might see a more, you will probably more likely see an insidious takeover that like is happening right now, undoubtedly, where we fuck ourselves in the ass. We bend our dicks around and stick it right up our fucking assholes. We swallow ourselves from freaking within. Consume each other. Misunderstand each other and lash out at each other and spout misinformation and just for the sake of being right to 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 win just for the sake of winning to cheat to do whatever we have to do gosh isn't that a shame doesn't it seem like that you know you look at all these different these athletes in the Olympics and stuff this one popped positive for this and they want to they want to lie about it they want to conceal it they justify it because everybody's doing it picking their nose and chewing it. You see how that affects people, you know, even within our our own community. In our own societies, local. Man, that guy's got a, I'm sorry, that guy's got a fucking big ass. Big fat ass. He's got some tight ass fucking pants. And a big ass. Not that I'm checking it out or anything like that. Um, 
Anyway, I think you see what I'm saying. Hopefully, you you follow what I'm saying here. The kid thinks I'm going to run him over. I'm going to run you over, bro. Hopefully, you think that I'm talking to somebody and not talking to myself like I am. Well, I'm actually uh, talking to an audience, my vast audience of Making Motivation with Dr. Drill. Let's see, what else do I have to say? Let's end it there, my motivators. So I don't mean to end on a, a negative note, but, you know, just addressing that. The assertion that, oh, China is going to do whatever. Who gives a fuck what China is going to do? Let's try to worry about China. Why don't we just worry about each other? And being kind. Oh, I know what I can say. Um, you know, I mentioned that in uh, my class today. We're talking about tissues and the epidermis and all that stuff. And talking about melanocytes and how these are the, the cells that uh, are like sunshades for all of our, um, our, our skin, our dividing skin cells. In a place called the basal lamina, which is uh, like a little nursery for skin cells. Skin cells are constantly being reborn. I like how my son sees that I'm out here. And uh, he's still throwing the ball. I know he's got shoes on too. Fucking kid will take his shoes off and run around. Um, anyway, have your fun. This guy with that big ass is checking me out over here. Or I think I'm a spy or something. What else can I say? What else can I say? That's it for now, I figure. All right, love and respect, my friends. I'll talk to you tomorrow.